Tea Time, Midlife Edition. It's not a coffee break. It's tea time. Slow down. Relax. It's your turn. Welcome, 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 welcome. Turn the tea kettle on. Pick your favorite tea. Grab your favorite teacup. Let it steep. Add what you will. Find a cozy spot. It's tea time. Midlife edition. Welcome to Tea Time Midlife Edition. I'm your host, Regina Young, and today's guest is Dara Goldberg. How are you, Dara? I'm great. How are you, Regina? Oh, very good. And I'm so glad that we met through a friend and kind of linked us together. Uh, Today's topic is loving midlife. Yes, great topic. (laughs) But before we get started, what kind of tea are you drinking? Oh, good one. I have a cup of chamomile tea. It's my favorite. And I drink it usually at night to calm me down. Uh, And yeah, but I was, I loved having a reason to have it in the middle of the day for recording. Absolutely. It's totally a great thing for helping to calm, calm the nerves like that. Well, today I'm drinking super fruit green tea. And actually, Ooh. yeah, it's it's a wonderful green tea. I'm drinking it in my uh, tea time midlife edition mug with my Love lipstick it. mark right on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, well, it helps for it with the benefits of inflammation, uh, mental alertness, and help with uh, weight loss. But you know, check with your herbalist and doctors. Make sure it fits in your health regimen. But I just wanted to start off uh, with loving midlife. When I saw that, I was like, finally, someone's saying they're loving it. It's not a crisis. It's not a, you know, a breakdown. It's not a whatever, just Mm -hmm. loving it. What do you mean by loving in midlife, loving midlife? What do you mean by that? I, uh, that's a great question. And I could give you the long answer the short one. I'll start with the short one, which is, and I think society wants or tells all of us, not just women, that once you hit your 40s, it's all downhill and growth stops. It's all, you know, health decline and mental clarity decline and, you know, life starts to fall apart. And there's no um, denying the fact that there's plenty of challenges, right? Aging isn't easy, but there's so much more to it. And for so many women, even going through difficult times, I, I hear and I see these inner resources, this bastion of wisdom and a capacity for even deeper friendships and love relationships. And I, I went through my own, what you said so well, 
not midlife crisis, but midlife growth spurt. I'm 56 now, and I was 42 and had absolutely loved the career I had built. I was, you know, started a firm with two other people and it, it, it in the 90s, and it was killing it. The money was good. Yeah. The work was meaningful, you name it. And yet all of a sudden, or it felt like all of a sudden, it wasn't lighting me up at all. Like I didn't want to go to work, even though I loved my colleagues. I felt like I was doing poor work. And yes. I went, you know, where so many of us go. I thought it was me. I blame myself. How could I not love this anymore? And after getting help and doing a deep dive of my own, uh, so many conversations while running with myself, I realized society is telling me I'm falling apart. Exactly. But I'm I'm not. I'm I've changed. You're and transitioning. Yeah. Yeah. And my sense of purpose and what lights me up and gives me that foundational need for meeting meaning has shifted. Absolutely. And it was, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. It's yeah, absolutely. It's the midlife pivot. That's what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah. Like there's that pivot where what you're currently doing is no longer working. It's almost to the point of being bankrupt, where all of a sudden who you were from the past, it's not lighting you up. You don't want to be that anymore. You want yeah. to have something more bigger, uh, more a sense of your new self, of what's emerging, like you were saying, a growth spurt. And I love that yeah. word growth spurt. What is a growth spurt? <laughs> I've never th- heard someone say that around midlife. And that's what I feel needs to change because why is it that we we celebrate, you know, young kids and yeah. teenagers and young adults for all their growth and then society tells us that there is no more growth and there's nothing to celebrate, you know, as we move into our forties and beyond. And we have milestones too. We have, and I don't mean just the, we get remarried or we, you know, take an adventure trip. I mean, the inner minds milestones, like I'm willing to be vulnerable in ways I never have been. That's milestone. Very much so. Wow. Right. I, and, yeah, that really is sorry. really actually, sorry, I'm going to just, just jump yeah. right in because I really yeah. think that is so important to hear because I have never hear about the internal milestones of one right. being vulnerable, being um, open and curious at this yes. point in life, being almost coachable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like being coachable. Exactly. It yeah. is. Agile, any agile, whatever word fits, that is really the milestones you're pointing at. So I got that. Wow. That's really great. Yeah. And like you were saying, yeah, like you were saying that um, it's like when you were young, we were so open. Everybody was like, oh, there's a term for that. That's called puberty. We're open. Yeah. There's enough space and place for that to be okay. But in midlife, not so okay. Like no space, right. no grace, no place for that, you know? And you're, it's clearly a deficit rather than a strength. 
And, you know, the emotions surrounding this, and I hope, you know, that your listeners really hear this because Mm -hmm. the emotions when you're going through a shift in purpose or, you know, feeling lost are real and they're not easy. But the way I like to think about it is the emotions are the data that are telling Mm. you you're having a growth spurt. And so if you can not get mad at yourself or manage the emotions behind them is the growth. And you said it so well, which is you are in that uncomfortable, I call it in-between space, right? Between who and what gave you meaning, who you were, what gave you meaning and what will. You don't yet know. Exactly. That right? is really, really great. So do you feel that you should give yourself permission in midlife to be yeah. curious to what whatever that is? Yep. I love that. Yep. You said it. <laughs> it's, it's literally giving yourself permission to not know, to feel uncomfortable, to reach out for support. Absolutely. Right. And I think that's you and I love to talk about community. And one yes. of the key pieces of you know, getting through a growth spurt is finding women who are also in midlife and beyond who may be going through one or have been through one or haven't. And it's such an amazing connection to just be with women who get it. That is real. Yeah. That is one of the things why tea time has a midlife edition has come to pass is because of literally, I was going through that same process of, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, looking for, uh, you know, the answer of what's going on and not having someone like family members readily beside me who were Mm -hmm. still alive or had gone through menopause. I did not have those options. So um, Mm -hmm. that I looked for a community, found one at work and literally started having tea at three in the afternoon. And that's how Tea Time Midlife Edition came to pass. But yeah, that is so powerful is to find your community. So what message do you think uh, society is saying to us in midlife? Because they don't seem to advocate us being together. It's like, it's isolating uh, and alone seems to be the message that I'm getting. I don't know what you, how you're receiving it, but uh, that's the message I've been getting. Yeah, I think it's really tough because I think, you know, the feeling invisible and yes. feeling of less value and also, you know, you know, ageism in the beauty industry is a big area of Very much um, so. my work. And the beauty industry telling women that their beauty declines with age, like these are real stereotypes and biases. And I think it's, it's so important for us women to choose not to believe them and to recognize their society's own conjured up, you know, contrived, um, false assumptions. And I'm not saying, again, it's worth repeating, midlife and beyond and getting older isn't all fun and games. But society tells us not to recognize or celebrate the great things, right? Like how much wisdom we have, what a greater capacity, you know, for empathy, for um, 
all of it. I can't even get it all. Yeah. Right. Just just being generous, like having a space to be generous, you know, that is huge. And what is missing in society right now, like giving people space to just be the way they are, the way they're not. But as you get older, you know, you just accept them, you know, that's they're older. We accept them. Well, what if you did that all the way through? Why do we have to wait till we get older to now accept them? You know, (laughs) that just doesn't work. But that speaking of the work that you do with the Endless Beauty uh, Collective, is that a campaign? Uh, Tell me about it. Yeah, it's um, I guess you could call it the way I describe it is it's a platform. Mm -hmm. It's a community and it's a movement, you know, or a mission. And the whole overarching goal or the reason for the name, I should say, yes, Endless Beauty is because the beauty industry is making a mint off of telling us that our beauty declines with age mm. and that, you know, we need to hide it and feel ashamed of it, and do whatever we can yeah. to avoid the unavoidable. And yeah. it's time to take the power back. And we never got to decide beauty standards in the first place. And I don't call it redefining, it's defining what beauty is for the first time and have it be our choice, not the industry's, you know, choice. And I think there's a key role for the industry. I I love hair care, skin care, makeup. I love it. I just want you know, brands to see their role as helping me stay healthy, right? And looking and feeling as beautiful as I am forever, as opposed to purely problem focused. And we're going to solve your aging problems. (laughs) So I hope people, I want women, thousands upon thousands of women to join me in this because that's how change happens right and you know it absolutely it's all about pro-aging we're no longer buying into we're declining we're invisible we just not relevant that's an old story and uh that we no longer have power or value when in reality we have the most wisdom we've ever had and we have the you know we are the most grounded yeah with a little bit of community a little bit of uh uh, help with our nutrition and changing uh, things that really just help you and feel your best. I love yeah. your, I just want to say, I love your motto, um, invincible, not invisible. Wow. Thank you. That is just, that's it. And that's it in a nutshell right there. I want us all to feel that way. I really yeah. do. Cause we deserve it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And we are it. Yeah. We, we are, we're, we're part of it. Or do you yeah. consider yourself a pro-ager? I do um, in that I think the word anti is to be opposed. So to be anti-aging or, I, I mean, I don't even know how that came to be. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, when I say pro-age, I don't mean, you know, again, that I want to speed up the aging process, I want to be in favor of women having, and men, but women having Mm -hmm. a wonderful experience of 
getting older and recognizing the beauty of it. And I love that word mm-hmm. and not just the challenges that yeah. to me is the broader meaning of pro age. Yeah. So I, I definitely get that. Um, uh, a question I wanted to ask, how can people participate in the um, endless beauty collective? Is there um, a, a goal to get to? Is there a website like all that? Yeah. Well, thank you for asking. Um, the website is endlessbeautycollective.com. And what two parts to it, and they're both key to change, to creating change. One is the grassroots piece of all of us women coming together and using our voices and our wallets to say no to brands that use language like anti-aging, mm-hmm. youth serum, look young forever, you yeah. know, age <laughs> defying. These are all messages that tell us we're the problem, right? We're the problem because we're aging and they are the solution to our problem. Yeah. We need to take ownership of or and decide what not a problem is, but our needs and our interests. Fair to say. And re-change that language. So to join the collective, you know, via the website and to, but not just that, meaning don't just become part of my hopefully wonderful newsletter and get it, but rather do say no if you can and do voice the, you know, the, the need for change and what it would look like. That's really helpful. And on the site is, you know, and I want it to get bigger and bigger. It's a guide called the EBC, Endless Beauty Collective Guide to Pro-Age Beauty Brands. So they're beauty Mm. brands that truly believe women's beauty is endless and their role is to help us stay beautiful, you know, or stay feeling and looking beautiful, and to help with our health issues. I mean, menopause is finally becoming something people talk about, and there's products yes, that yes, are amazing yes. out there. Yes. <laughs> That's pro-age. Yes. <laughs> wow. So you can find the guides to shop from if you want. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the brands, sorry. Yeah. yeah. So what are, can you name a few of the brands that we would know that literally advertise and, you know, basically cater to our lifestyle versus just, you know, our problems. (laughs) Yeah. And if you read their story and messaging, it'll make you feel so good. So Studio 10 is one. Maison 276. Absolutely. Better Not Younger. Uh, Stripes. Naomi Watts's brand, they mm. are very outspoken that they are all against, you know, they're anti-anti-aging. Yeah. <laughs> Let me say that. <laughs> and there, there are so many. Like I think in the guide right now, I have about 30 and wow. I identify more every day. Like it's very just great. Yeah, it's exciting. Yes. And that is because that that gives us a place to to put our money where our mouth is. So, yeah. yeah. And And to celebrate them 
That's exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Because they are encouraging us to stand up and be our true selves. Yeah. I yeah. use Maison 276 that. for my hair, for the silver hair. So it does, it's a great brand for sure. It is. I <laughs> well, agree. Um, I, I know we are drawn to a close. Can you once again say how people can get a hold of you if they wanted to, uh, to, to reach out to you directly? Love it. Um, you can either go to my website, endlessbeautycollective.com, or email me anytime, all the time at Dara, D-A-R-A, at Lovin, without the G. So it's L-O-V-I-N, midlife.com, or Instagram, I'm on it all the time. Uh, it's at Dara Does Midlife. Awesome. Well, Dara, it has been my pleasure. Uh, truly. Oh, <laughs> you're mean, amazing. You are. <laughs> this is very exciting. We, we have avenues to take actions on uh, brands to, to, you know, solicit and be a part of, be a part of your uh, campaign or uh, your pro, your profile, like what you're building there, which is Endless Beauty Collective. That's exciting. Cheers. It's tea time. Midlife edition. <laughs> <laughs>